Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers Eleven. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon so you may do it anytime we put new content on. Today's guest, uh, he's a busy man. He is a busy man at the moment. Um, it, it's Len Herbert. Hi Len, how are you, man? Hi Russ, fine. I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, good, good, good. Happy to nice have a good winning as well. Oh yeah, it, it, it makes everything feel nicer, isn't it? Even when the oh, weather's a bit, yeah. even the weather's been a bit pants in the last few days. You know, it's just that extra sort of step in your bouncing your step isn't it when West Ham you well, know also I think even the game against Tottenham to me that's a victory yeah exactly it really was it was a victory and and that's the thing it's 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 funny isn't it because you come away thinking and then it's typical West Ham of us you know we're there going oh yeah three oh we should have won yeah, <laughs> you know we yeah, should have won yeah. four now should have scored it's like give the guy some credit you know Jesus but uh no yeah it's, it's always nice when West Ham when you know you at least your Monday morning's a little bit better when you get up from work or you know you go to get the paper and stuff it's uh as I said, an extra bounce and a step and oh yeah I think I think that that man exactly. I think that uh, that Lanzini goal has probably been played about a million times, yeah. you know, since. Yeah. <laughs> and these two, the, go on. So along with the two Spurs guys that are that's what I was going to say. Look, yeah, the, look the, out! Look the, out! Rest, here, here he comes. <laughs> I love it, and that's yeah. what being a West Ham fan's all about, isn't it? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we don't have many of them this season. You know, we don't have many of those sort of highs, so we just really enjoy them when they come and. Uh, oh, yeah. Hopefully, it. exactly, and hopefully a few more this season. I just think it's yeah. We seem there seems to be a real buzz around the around the uh, around the training ground as well when they do little videos. The club do little put little videos up. Everyone seems to be happy and smile. I know it's edited, but everyone seems to be happy and smiley and yeah, um, absolutely. And they seem to be all behind Moisey and Kevin and and Stuart and all the guys there. So we'll see. It's it's. Uh, I think it's we're all trying. Moisey wasn't going to come back on. Uh, Sunday for the game, but, they, they, yeah. but obviously it seems to be working now what they're doing. So let's hope it stays that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I put it on Twitter. I was like, "Go on, 
back back on Zoom next week, boys. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, yeah, he just and he just seems, you know, it was nice obviously obviously for him to be there to see that because obviously the last two games we've been playing so well and have scored so many goals and not conceded any, and he hasn't been physically there to enjoy it, you know, no. and so. Um, albeit, you know, he probably didn't enjoy the first 20 minutes on Sunday, but he enjoyed the last 15, so that's all right. Oh, and, uh, right. I think we all did. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. My, my, as I said, my mother-in-law came storming into my into the front room thinking I'd turned my ankle or something. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, it's all right. No, it's all right. We just equalise against Tottenham. Even at my age, I'm up and, the, I'm up and about when we score, and the old, you yeah. know, can't wait for it. No, you can't, and and, and that's what we, I mean. At the moment, we got we got bugger all to you know. There's nothing we can do. You know, it's doom and gloom everywhere. So at least it's a bit of light relief, isn't it? When especially, oh, I mean, even yeah. even West Ham lose, you know, it's 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 a distraction from you know everything else that's going on in the world at the moment. Well, to be honest, from the day I started going to West Ham, which was in the fifty-seven eight season, yeah. Um, we, I, I was born just down the road from West Ham, about seven-minute walk up by the uh, Green Gate. Mum and Dad ran a shop there, and we was we lived there. And um, I first went there, and I thought to myself, "Oh yeah, this is good," you know. Yeah. And then, of course, they went on and won the league that year, and I thought, "Oh, what a team to follow! We're going to win everything." Well, <laughs> 1964, it happened. <laughs> but yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah. And that's it. And that's it, isn't it? I mean, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and you know, if you wrote it down on paper. West Ham should never have the, the, the fan base that they have. Because no. it's like, you know, we've won bugger all. You know? We really have. I mean, you know, obviously we had, well, exactly, Intertoto Cup in 99, that was it, you know. And it's like, yeah. and there's been a few peaks and troughs, you know. It's yeah. like, I mean, you know, but it's, um, you know, it's it's not good when you look at it on paper. And, you know, even the fact that, you know, I know we, we'll talk about you know, the, the, the promotion stuff. and But obviously the boys of 86 and stuff like that. I mean, they you know, they finished third. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we sort of laud a team that finished third. And it just shows, you know, but we have this incredibly passionate group of fans and ever increasing, you know, globally. We interview loads of people all over America and India. And I've got a guy from Hong Kong next week. And it's, it's it, you know, I'm, I'm fabergasted really about, about yeah. our fan base in terms of the reach. Um, well, it's, it's even within my family. I took my, my daughter, she's the oldest of law when she was young, and my son as well. Yeah. And uh, they loved it, loved every minute of it. And then since then, my daughter's had uh, two children, one 16, one 10. They're both season ticket holders. Yeah. Our son's got a son. He's a season ticket holder. I mean, it's just no, no falsehood. They don't have to go. But they yeah. get it from us. They get the passion from the, yeah. the true West Ham fans, I think. And that's what... You know, it becomes a way of life, regardless of what what happens with the team. It's a definitely. way of life. Yeah, definitely, it is. It is, and it's 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 character building, particularly for yeah. the youngsters, isn't it? Because they can't have everything. It just shows in life you can't have everything. You can't be Man City and Liverpool, and <laughs> you know. But you know, you got to enjoy those those highs when we get them because they don't come often too no, often for West Ham no, fans. No, no it's, it's it's very sad. I mean, talking about the the, the Toto Cup, that was one of the best away days. I think I went to because yeah. uh, our daughter and our son and myself, we were lucky. We flew out there um, and we had a great day there. You know, we took over the town square and then yeah. we went and saw the game. And then coming home was a complete fiasco because we got, all got to the airport and it was closed because they closed <laughs> about four o'clock. And I, we got to the check-in desk and the, there was, a, well, there was three plane loads of people there. And um, in the end, she just threw all the boarding cars and sort of said, help yourself. 
and we got them <laughs> because they told us on the plane to leave our stuff on the plane to get back in the same seat but we didn't obviously but yeah, uh, yeah it was all it's all part of the great day you know it was, it was just and you get exactly and you get them or, or you know or you know see famously you know our little day trips to cardiff three years in a row and yeah you know yeah. obviously the playoff final at wembley and we just that's all we want really isn't it just a, yeah. a, a day out but like, every so often you know gives yeah, us an I excuse the thing is with west ham the way i've always looked at it is if they try i don't care what the result is we want yeah, to win true. obviously but yeah. if they give you you know uh you know Good value for your money you're there to see them you want to see them play they're your team you're urging them to do everything right if they try and they don't succeed i mean i was at the game on that bank holiday monday when we lost eight two <laughs> but it was still a great day it was, still, it was a yeah. great game you know it's um it's west ham you know yeah you, you expect it but in those days everybody did try every game yeah win draw or lose we tried later years i don't think it's always been the same personally no i i think uh, and again i think it's it's really interesting when you say things like that because you're right i think it's i think it's the 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 modern footballer i just think you know i mean you know the guy you, sort of, you talk about even sort of the, the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and even sort of the 90s to be honest you know players are around for a long time and so they built an affiliation with the fans the fans built an affiliation with them yeah and so you knew they were going to be trying but nowadays you know if you get three years out of a player you know you've done well now and it's yeah. like you know look at someone like anderson you know yeah. he came in and was great the first season then it sort of didn't go so well and he's now he's on loan in porto and you know and it, that happens all the time now you just never get that sort of that sort of that two-way relationship no. you know where you feel hit they're playing for you and you're you're supporting them yeah, and yeah, um right. well it goes back to one of the best seasons of my my time i think 63 4. yeah and we used to go to all the away games you always went by train and yeah. coming back from the train you're on the train with the players yeah you see you, know, you see moro sitting there and you know the likes of ken brown and people like this bondi all playing cards and they'll all have a chat with you and you yeah, know, it was it was like in one. In fact, one night we we um, played Ipswich away. It was on a Wednesday night, very cold, and um, the train stopped at Ilford because I was living in Chapel Heath then. The train yeah. stopped at Ilford. Um, I thought, well, okay, I've walked home from here before, and you know, you know. Yeah. Anyway, as we got off, uh, I think it was Ken Brown and Martin Peters uh, both said, uh, "Anybody going towards Romford, we'll give you a lift." <laughs> You know, would you get that today? No, would you get that at, you know, Newby Park, Sebastian Halle turns up, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, yeah. No, you wouldn't. And but again, I just think, you know, and, and it's it's quite funny when we do this channel, you know, we interview people and obviously from different generations and and still yeah, until I'd say probably the last sort of ten years it was sort of the always the case i mean you know i used to, i mean i live in Ornchurch now but i used to live in Loughton, and i've said it on the channel before you know i used to work at safeways when i was a 15 yeah. 16 year old lad and shaka would be in there and yeah. samasi abu and you know paul kitson and you know you'd see people you'd see them and it was like nowadays yeah. they're almost i think footballers are now sort of so sterile now in terms of the professional footballers at the moment you don't get those personalities you don't get that together that closeness with the fans that you did um they're no. almost seen as like you know a bit like movie stars you know you don't usually yeah. see you've never seen movie stars around but you see footballers no. around and it's um it's a shame because like i just you know it, I think for the younger fans, they they never had that closeness, like you said. You know, you know, getting a lift home for Martin Peters, or you know, it's just that's just crazy that you know. It's like you know, yeah. the other day seeing I saw a, I saw a Ken Brown Junior 
um, at the at the, at the co-op uh, petrol station. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just... he's lovely, lovely boy, Kenny. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. he's good, good lad. <laughs> we had a good laugh. We had a good laugh when he was on, and and, and that's, that's, why... that's it. See, sorry, I mean that's why we do these events. We do. Yeah. You know, our son and our daughter. We run myself. We run them together. Yeah. And we try to get a lot of the older players along. Yeah. But people can't. Didn't realise they could meet. Didn't realise they could talk to. Yeah. And um, you know, we we try to have a, a right mix. We've started using a lot more of the newer people like Colton Cole, um, yeah. people like this, and uh, Dean Ashton's great. Dino's been to a few of my dudes, and he, he's such a lovely fella. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's so many people around that will relate to the player there's the fans but not a lot of them in the modern game will do no you know, they turn yeah. up they play they play for the wage packet they don't play for the shirt no yeah it's that's a career it's, it's yeah. a career rather than a than a passion isn't it and, oh, you, absolutely and, right. and, and that's and that's even more of a case you know you do get the exceptions to the rule but they are exceptions you know whereas back in the day you know, even like I mean, we've had we've had a cross section of, of players, obviously, and you know, even like sort of people my age, like Trevor Trevor Sinclair and and people like that, they are still really passionate West Ham, you know, with West Ham, and um, and you just you can hear, and actually, everyone we've interviewed, every player we've interviewed, they all have this sort of passion for West Ham, even if it's you know, God bless him, like John Pansil, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He had this sort of yeah. elevated, elevated a position of himself. He was like, "Oh, the fans love me." They used to sing my name. Yeah, did they? <laughs> did they, John? They, one bloke probably did, but yeah. But you know what I mean. And it's and you just had that connection, and it's like like your events, the things you do. It's just a great opportunity to listen to the guys and have an opportunity to meet them. Because yeah. um, a lot of them are like their boyhood heroes. You know, it's like oh, you know, really right. you know, I mean, it's like me. One of my boy, well, not boyhood, one of my heroes is Bonzo. Yeah. And he's such a lovely fella. He's such a gentleman. And yeah. when I was diagnosed with prostate cancer last year, he found out. He was on the phone to me once, once a week, once a fortnight. How you doing, Lynn? What's the thing? And yeah. previous to that, uh, our daughter was having a, a grandson, and he had a lot of problems, had a lot of problems. Mm. And he ended up being born with a heart condition. And every time I spoke to Bonzo, which was quite often, he used to say to me, how's the little in Lynn? How's he getting on? You know, he never forgets anything, Bonzo. Such a lovely yeah. fella. Such a lovely fella. Well, even he's is that, and yeah, we had um, we had slates on the other day, and and he was talking about when he was getting into the uh, when he was sort of signed for West Ham and stuff, and even then, you know, the sort of the, the way they treated the kids as well. He'd have, I mean, Tonka would literally go to every one of his his uh, his youth team games on a Sunday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, for a 13, 14 year old guy having like Tonka having like a West Ham, you know, first team a turn up. It's, it's a different world, man. It's a different world, you know, and it's... I used to run football teams. I, I got rope ginger when our pool was quite young. <laughs> and um, I, we went along because he was going to play and I ended up running it because the bloke didn't want to do it. Yeah. And luckily, I, I, I knew little Mark Robson then. I say yeah. little Mark, he's not little, but Mark Robson. And yeah. I asked him, he said, yeah, I'll come and do a bit of training for you and all this. And of course, the kids were in awe because at the time, he was playing on the wing, you know, yeah, Keeney on the other wing, and then TC started doing something for me, and it went on from there. And it was great for the kids because yeah. they were meeting their parents' heroes. They were yes. meeting people that were playing currently, and um, yeah, and it's the thing is today there's no passion for it, even for the kids. No, no, it, it seems. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> although to be to be fair, yeah, in, in recent. See, it seems in recent years. I mean, obviously, every every age group now has a as a player, 
in their ex-player now. So obviously you've got Kino still there and Potsy yeah. and you got Colton and Conch does all the youth team, all the loanies, a liaison officer, yeah. if it was. And that's quite, and that's nice. And, you yeah. know, obviously it is good because I think that's what you need because people talk about West Ham and losing their identity and they're losing the West Hamness. You know, these guys lived, lived through the time and obviously Nobes, you know, whatever will happen with him. He's already doing, starting to do his coaching. We know he's going to end up, you know, associated yeah. with the club that way as well. And you have to cherish these people, um, particularly, you know, the Kinos and the Potsies of this world, you know. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it, it, and again, it's indicative of modern football, isn't it? I mean, having like, having that sort of, it's, with so much money in the game and now you, you, you lose a little bit of that identity yeah. to to the pound note and it is always the way unfortunately and it's of a course. shame but i think with west ham we just have that because that the, the way we have the passion and you know it for your events you know they sell out so quickly because yeah. it doesn't matter where they are even now probably even more so because people are desperate to go <laughs> to do yeah. stuff as well you, you say that i we're putting one on for the hilton hotel uh next may the 28th yeah brilliant and i've got 15 ex-goalkeepers that's that said yes even Shaka said, providing his ESPN contract doesn't yeah. make him work that week, he's going to fly over for it. Awesome. You know, that's what I mean. Back Peter Grottier, uh, you know, Peter Shearing going back to the 60s. Wow. Um, you know, and I've, obviously Rob Green said yes the other day he's come in. I've managed to trace down Tom McAllister. And there's like, you know, Perry Sucklin, uh, yeah, Michael Worth, oh, there's loads of them, and they're all coming along. and. You know, when I said, oh, could I come along? Is that all right? You know, and I think to myself, I, you know, it's lovely to go along and listen to all their stories, meet them. The biggest yeah. thing with our events is everybody can meet the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't turn around and say, oh, if you're an autograph, it's going to cost you a tenner. No, you buy your no, ticket yeah. for our events. You have, all right, Dagnamich, you have your pie and mash. Listen, yeah. talk to them. You can have a chat with them. You can meet them, photographs. And I think that's what helps our events. Yeah. We have to be careful because we do get at times dealers along them which we've now sussed out, we've yeah. now stopped them, because it's just not fair. It's not fair on the no, players. No, it's not. No, no, no. Yeah. It makes, but yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It is. It is a fan event, and you know, and we, and obviously the goalkeeper one is 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 sounds like a right giggle because I just know. You just, I mean, even like I mean, Shaka is such a nice bloke, isn't he? We, oh, I love him. Yeah, he's, he's such a nice guy, and you know, and because obviously goalkeepers are an unusual bunch, aren't they? So oh, yeah. you've got a nice cross section of people there. You've got some crazy ones, and and Greeno oh, yeah. just totally the other way. But uh, you've got some nah. gentle type ones like Mister uh, Parks, you know. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be a good event, and of course, um, we've got the best host in the business doing it, Tony Gale. Yeah, who gets away with murder with everybody. Of course he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, classic one for me was when we had I did an event to raise money for John Lyle Charity, which was his grandson's football area clubs. Yeah. And for Ron Greenwood, which was his son, and wanted it for Alzheimer's, and we had it at the old Upton Park. It was lovely, and. Um, Murray, John's son, got in touch with um, Manchester United to see if he would come down, you know, to see if uh, Alec would come down. Yeah. And he said, yeah, of course I would. And he said, anyway, he flew down into Stansted, arranged a car to bring me along, he sat and had something to eat, had a chat and flew back. But when, when Gailey was on the cat on the, the mic, he yeah. did, he really, he, he said, I was so pleased that day, you know, when, um, Ludo stopped you winning the trophy, you know? <laughs> and Alec took it. In. He loved every minute of it. He loved every minute of it. 
Jaylee is he's perfect. He's oh, he's brilliant. Nah, no, he's good, Reg. Yeah, we've had him on. He's a good. He's he's um he would be a stand up comic, wouldn't he? If he wasn't going to yeah. be a yeah. professional football player. Even David Cross could do a double double. Yes. Great shout, yeah. Crossy's, yeah, he's a good. He, but he, Crossy has a real dry sense of humour, oh, though, isn't he? It's like Gailey will just rip you, but yeah. you know, Crossy would do it from, you know, from behind. So not from behind, that's the wrong expression, but no, it would be so blatantly in your face, yeah. I uh, know, but that's and that's it. You know, you get to you get to read the personality, and you know, you hear the stories, and it seems that you know when we talk to the ex players, the stories they come up with, and it's just. You know, and even like even the modern day as the players, like obviously we've had Razor on and we've had Sinks and Hartson, and you know their their stories are just are just just as crazy. You know, it's just because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, yeah. some yeah. of the things they say. It's like how'd you get away with that at the time? And you know, everything we obviously refer to in today's modern society. Yeah. Um, I mean, not you know, PC. Not, no, 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 exactly not PC. I mean, but uh, I was brought up to be. Um, polite and be a gentleman yeah so there's loads of stories i would love to tell but i wouldn't no. because it wouldn't be a fair and it wouldn't it's against my nature to say them but <laughs> i could write a book russ i could yeah. write a book yeah well you know one one day you never know you know it's like you know it's like when it's when it's like when you're not when he's not going to do the promotion stuff again then I think there's, I think there's a lot of books in people. I think there's yeah. definitely. I mean, I know Razor's got one out this coming out this week, and um, you know, I know there's a few more books flying around. And that, there's, I mean, I, I'd love to see um, my my personal favourite would be a, a John Moncur book. A month, yeah, because yeah, he is brilliant. And yes. you know, when we had him on, it was funny because like he's obviously, you know, he's calmed down a little bit in in later life you know playing more golf and stuff but when we started talking it was almost like a twitch you could just see it in yeah, his yeah. eye you know and he's like oh, i shouldn't tell you this story but this happened and i did this and i said to harry and you know i was naked and you know it's like oh it literally it all, yeah. all came out in like sort of Tourette's type thing all these stories yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, it's brilliant one of the other things i do with tc and gailey we rerun the bobby Moore golf day yeah and it's quite good there because we normally have you know uh trent so trent does it and people like yeah uh, but we get a lot of other players come along, like Glenn Hoddle, Ozzy Ardiles. And although my West Ham side says hate people, yeah, they're such lovely people. And they say yeah. nothing but praise about West Ham. Yeah. That's it. You know, they talk about the players and they talk about the fans. I mean, people say about these massive fan bases, um, I don't think you can beat ours. Not for no. loyalty. Not for no. loyalty. Not, I don't mean you're a fan, you go out and buy a shirt. But yeah. I mean... You know, you're interested, you're keen, you know your players and things like this. And I think that's um, where we're, we're miles ahead of everybody else. Oh, definitely. I mean, even this channel, we have guys, I think, you know, guys, Tottenham fans, Arsenal fans, Chelsea fans, they all message me to say, you know, we watch it. We're not West Ham fans, but yeah. we love listening to how passionate you guys are yeah. and and just this unique uniqueness that is a West Ham. You know, it's almost like, I've, you know, I've, I, mentioned, I mentioned before to someone that it's a bit like when you try to learn the guitar, or the ukulele if you're Chris Ross, um, <laughs> and uh, and you have to sort of get calluses on your fingers to get yeah. to start playing properly, so you don't get hurt. And that's being West, that's like being West Ham. We're calloused, yeah. so we yeah. so we're impervious to losing three <laughs> 0 to Burnley yeah. because we know three weeks later we're playing Spurs and we're going to turn up for that game. And it's oh, just like we, right. you know, yeah. and, and that's why I love it. I just yeah. you know they turn up three or four times a season, but you don't know what games they're going to turn up at, so you have to watch every game. And everything, oh, yeah, there's always something yeah. going on. That's it. That's just what West Ham is. You you moan that the, you have a terrible game. You think, oh, God, what do I bother? Yeah. But five minutes down the road, especially from the bowling, five minutes down the road, 
you see all the thousands of people there and you think to yourself, I'll be back next game. Yeah. I know I'll, you know, exactly. when, before we had season tickets, you know, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. At 12 o'clock, try and see some of the players. I'm always remember people like McAvenny and then come and say, sorry, I'm late. I'm like, I can't get in. I'll get sold off. <laughs> and now, because I know I'm friendly, right? Now I know Mac, he's yeah. a different man, you know, but he was always late anyway. But. Yeah, he always was late, bless him. He was always playing fucking golf. Every time I, every time I bloody, we tried to call, talk to each other, he's either on the golf course or he's off the golf. Yeah. He just finished and yeah. he's like, yeah. That's the one thing I since doing this, like obviously you've been you chance to players for for years, but for me it's like, you know, I don't realize how much golf they play. Everyone plays golf. <laughs> it's just like ridiculous how much golf they play. It is, yeah. And obviously they were bouncing off the walls during lockdown proper yeah. where they couldn't yeah. play any golf. And so uh they talked to me instead, which was very nice of them. Um when when we talk when you talk about football and you're obviously watching the games now. Len, do you do you watch it with the crowd noise on or the crowd noise off? Noise on. Noise on. The reason I do, it's because I often sit with my grandchildren watching. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> you can hear the players, although they're they're worldly wide, they hear it all the time, it's still I do still think it's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just that's just that's me. But um I mean I'm don't mean don't get me wrong, I do all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean though, yeah. Um, it's it's nice to have the noise. It does, I mean some of them are brilliant what they do. Villa are very good. I don't yeah. like team, but I like the crowd noise um, yeah. because they, they, you know, the booing when it is, it's, it's, it's against their player or if it's a, ooh, it's a closer. And um, yeah, how about yourself? Do you? Uh, yeah. So when I'm, when I, when I'm watching the away games, I definitely watch it with the crowd noise. Sometimes, I recently, I have switched it off because I watched the Tottenham game with it off, so to speak, um, because it's quite interesting. I just find it really interesting how noisy our bench is. You know, you've yeah. got, and I think Gonzo did a thing on Lama's chat a few weeks ago about how noisy our bench are. Um, and you can actually, you know, it's not just Moyes, it's it's Nolan, it's it's Piercy, you know, they're all, and Alan, I mean, they're all screaming and, you know, they can be quite intimidating, yeah. you know. And, I'll, I'll do that next time, I think. Yeah, so it's I'm really, it's go. really interesting. And, and to hear who, I think Oggy, does a lot of shouting about yes. which, which, and, and obviously deck and it just i find it really interesting um when i'm at the ground i, I you know at the moment it's so quiet that i have to put on some noise so i always whack, i always whack, whack on a one of the youtube watchalongs whether it's hammers yeah. chat or west yeah. ham fan tv or united you know, something like that just to have a little bit of you know and then i go on and and uh just take the piss a little bit because obviously i'm i'm there so it's like you've got yeah. this little they've got a massive time delay and I'll be like, goal, and I won't say who for. And they go, no, oh. no. and it's almost like yeah. soccer AM. There's been a goal at London Stadium, but for who? And they have yeah. to wait until Yama scores or something like that. No, it's, um, yeah, but I think actually we've adjusted, I think people have adjusted to it quite well. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not guys like yourselves, Len, you've been going to, you've been going to the home games for years and years and years. And then, you know, for the last sort of, you know, a dozen or so home games. Southampton was the last one we saw. Yeah, it was crazy. Even Typically. so, the letters, the letters that sent out to all of us about the season tickets and how good said we won 3 0. Yeah. I don't mean I was at that game because our game I was at was 3 <laughs> 1. But this is, this, is, this is what you love about West Ham. Yeah. Now, our last game at home where we all went and they got the score wrong in the letter they sent to everybody. <laughs> But that's it, and it's like it, I mean, let I mean, you know, it's like you know, it's always. I mean, even that last game at the bowling, you know, that all buggered up, oh, you know, yeah. in terms of it with all, you know, the and obviously Bonzo turned around, went home, and you know, we 
it was delayed so we had to put the fireworks at the beginning rather than at the end randomly and um it wouldn't we wouldn't have if it went perfectly you know seamlessly about a problem no exactly no. bit of spit and sawdust that's what we are we're like we're not we're not like you know yeah. a polished polished team no. you know we're, we're not a polished we're a full, outfit we're, we're a full fiesta not a mold voice yes exactly exactly yeah. and that's a good one yeah maybe a full focus you know yeah. we, you know it's you know we can we can carry a little bit more than the full fiesta but yeah, yeah. i know exactly what you mean and but again it's it's what being a West Ham fan is all about, and we're used Absolutely. to it. And let's think, we are just used to it. Wouldn't change it. No, me neither. Someone said to me the other day, "Would you win? Would you like to win the Premier League?" And I actually said no because I think it would change us even more. Do you know what I mean? And and we'd still moan. Yeah. yeah, and we'd still moan about it. We'd moan. We'd have to yeah. put, oh, yeah. you know, we'd moan yeah. about our Champions League, you know, uh, second team putting a champion second team out for the Champions League. There'd be something we'd moan about because oh, you know. If, if everything's going well, there's always a bad. There's always something going on. You know, we, we always something to moan about, um, and and again, that's that's why we love it. Um, right. Yeah. Let's let's talk about your eleven, Len. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. as everyone we've had on the channel, uh, apart from three people, um, have have picked their eleven, um, and the idea being is you can pick about whatever criteria you want in terms of the players you want. The only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. No disrespect, Len, but you have quite a nice spread yes. of players. That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> but what, what, I've, what I've actually done, Russ, I've yeah. chosen players from our events. Good idea. I mean, so I could talk Bobby Moore, I can talk about uh, you know people like John Bond, Ken Brown, yeah. Jim Stand, and all those, which were the, the main ones at the time. I've gone for the... The entertaining ones from our events. Brilliant. Um, Very good. Uh, right, Phil Parp's my goalkeeper choice. Yes. I mean, although I'm good friends with Ludo, I'm still good friends with Parksy. Very good friends with him. But he got me into this event stuff because one day he said to me, um, you fancy doing some work for the boys of 86? I said, what do you mean? He yeah. said, well, we have, you know, I know they do the football days at West Ham. They play they get invited to other clubs to raise money and they do dinners and all that. And yeah. I said, well, I've not done it before. He said, well, we think you can do it. And bang, that's where it's gone from there. Um, but I like Phil anyway. I talked to Phil. Yeah. I spoke to him all the time when he was ill. We, we chatted a lot. And yeah, he's a great fellow, Phil. Great guy, yeah. And obviously, and obviously turned 70 during lockdown, so... Yes, I uh, I rang uh, Maria phoned me up. Len, can you do us a favour? I said, what's that? Could you get some of the old the boys who's playing yeah. the new video? I did about 20 of them. And then Phil, when I spoke to Phil, he said, oh, thank Marie for all that. He said, then I found out you did it. She didn't do it at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was talking to me when we interviewed her. She's like panicking as well. She's like, oh, I've got so much to do. And, she, you know, it was uh, it was really sweet. But it was nice to, it was nice to see because it's like, as you said, he's a, he's a West Ham legend. And, oh, um, and the fact that he grew his hair back as well for lockdown as well, you know, for the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well. It's like, brilliant. Yeah, good old Cossack man story. coming back. The yeah, no. That where he uh, he thought it was vodka, and not when he saw him do the advert, he didn't realise it was for airspray. But <laughs> whether, whether that's a plan words these days, I don't know. But that's what he said. Oh, bless him! Oh, God bless yeah. him! All right, we'll put Phil in. Um, you go for the team as you as you want. Then you go okay. through as you go, player by player. Then I've gone for Dixie Julian Dix. Yeah, because. Yeah. Um, when he's been, I mean, I, again, it's another one that I know quite personally now, and he's a lovely fellow. Yeah. Regardless of how hard he was on the field and what he was like, he's a lovely man. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Yeah. And he tells some great stories. 
you know, you ask him, I mean, I was one to one with him and we've been out drinking that. And he'll tell you a different story to what he tells in public. Of course. Um, but that's, that's Julian. He's just a lovely man. That's why I chose him. You know, yeah. he's a hero. He's a hero to thousands of West Ham fans. He's penalty taking, he's tackling, no nonsense play. Nah. I think uh, certain Mr. Was it Stuart from Chelsea knows all about him. Was it Stuart, yeah. the defender that he accidentally trod on? Yeah, I think it was, Stu- uh, yeah, yeah, Graham Stewart, wasn't it? Graham think, Stewart, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was an accident, as Julian told me. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I've got Julian there. And the same birthday as Phil Parks. There we go. And the same birthday as Phil Parks. There we go. Very good. We okay, go who's Tom- next, man? Tonka. Race Julian. Tonka, yes. I mean, I could never understand him at first when I first got to know him. <laughs> Still can't, yeah. No, not always. Especially <laughs> when he's had a drink. No, he's, he's a lovely, he's such a lovely <laughs> friend. He's another one that phoned me up when he found out I'd been ill. And we've yeah. talked every couple of weeks now, I've never chat. And many a time he says, I'm coming down to London then. You got anything on? I say you've got to do it. All right, if I come along, and he'll come along to one of my dudes, not as a guest, but as one of the, the other people just to come along because wow. he loves us. He absolutely adores yeah. us, and um, that's such a nice thing for him to do. I mean, he, some players you go to, I say you want to come along. Say, How much? Yeah, but not, not Tonka, even though he's Scottish. He's not. He's not that type. <laughs> and the uh, you, you say that because when I spoke to him, because he's gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do ours when we can do it face to face. He doesn't like all this internet stuff, no. and same with Parksy as well. But when we did um, when, we, when I spoke to Tonka, he phoned me. He said, "Look, Russ, I'm not ignoring your text, honestly, but I don't like doing this." We spoke for about and bless him, we didn't have to. We spoke for about an hour and a half, yeah. and then he went about West Ham and stuff like putting the world to right as you as you as you do with with Tonks, and he went. Actually, I've got to go now because um, the the tea bags have just dried in the line. I've got to get me in before it rains. You know, typical stickers. <laughs> yeah, typical right. Yeah, that's him all over. But he's such a lovely fella. Oh, he is, yeah. I used to think he's arrogant. When you don't know somebody, you get an impression mm. in your mind of what they're like. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he's really nice. He loves, he loves my family. He talks to my daughter and my son at the events. Um, yeah, he's a great fella. Great fella. No, he's good. Top guy. Top, top guy. Okay, so we put Tonks in. Um, who is, who's next? Who's the next player? Well, there's only one other player can go number four, isn't there? Mr. Bonds. Yeah, Bill, he, he's, he's not only a hero of mine, he's a good friend. And yeah. um, he, again, he's another one. But as I said earlier on, he found out when I was here when he was on the phone to me, chatting with me. He always asked how our grandson is. Yeah. You know, he doesn't forget anything. We've been at events like dinners. And somebody come and says, hello, Bill. I last met you in 1973. Oh, I remember you was with Shanza. He knows. Wow. His memory is incredible. People come up to him. I mean, not insignificant things, but if it's something like they were at a dinner or yeah, they were yeah. at a club or something, he remembers everything. And that, that's what I like about Bill. He's, he's got time for people. Um, unfortunately, he's like me. He's into his, uh, coming up to his mid-70s. And... Um, <laughs> He still looks like he could put a shot on and play. He does, yeah. I look like yeah. I can lay behind the goal to stop the ball. That's about my limit. <laughs> but no, he's, he's such a lovely fellow, and that's why I put him at number four. Yeah, he has to. And you're right, he's just a, lo- a lovely... But, and obviously, you know, last year with the, with the stand named after him, that was a very special moment, really? I think. Well, somebody done a presentation at one of our dinners where we had him. I think we had yeah. 75 boys there. And he had a tear in his eye. Yeah, because he's a very emotional man, Bill. So he had the tear and tear in his eye because somebody presented him a, a a nice montage of the photographs there of his family and him and all this. And he, uh, yeah, he had a tear in his eye when he thanked because he, he loves West Ham as well. Because he's yeah. a South London boy, he loves West Ham. Yeah, you 
and he's uh he's, he's just why i put him at number four yeah definitely all right bonzo's in who's next then len uh, I've got to have Reggie in there. And I've got to have yeah, you've got to have Reg. See, I know all these nicknames now. I never knew these nicknames. And then when we was interviewing oh, Tony Gale, yeah. we went, right, we have Reg, we're going to have Stretch. You know, he's like, he's, I was like, I have no idea. You mean, I'll be honest, yeah. I have no idea, Tony. But yeah, no, yeah, Gailey, got to put Gailey in. God yeah, bless him. Uh, I say he's become a, one of my best friends, I'll be honest. Yeah. So, in fact, I spoke to him about 20 minutes ago. Somebody's <laughs> got in touch with me. There'd been a, a West Ham fan serving the army. He got killed in a road accident a few weeks ago yes yes I read uh, that, yeah. he was sergeant in the army and the guy asked me could i do anything to help so i got onto reggie i said to him any chance to do a little video for me to the fans and you know to the family yeah he done it straight away tc was the same he did one straight away and yeah. it means so much to the families it does doesn't know, it yeah you know the husband or father or brother yeah. supported the team talked about the team whether the rest of the family do um and then if you get them from people like known people like tc and people like this i think the families appreciate it yeah it's such and, a small uh, thing to do isn't it but it just yeah. makes me such an impact to people yeah it's like nowadays exactly. it's like nowadays where we're like you know it used to be you know if you got a photo with your favorite player or you got a signature and autograph it's more case now with modern technology is like a video call or well, also now because you can't you can't touch anyone or meet anyone yeah. properly but a video call or, or a t- retweet on on twitter or a follow you know it's it's funny how it there's still that person some sort of connection and, and it means yeah. so much to people um that's yeah. lovely and the thing is with gailey as well i think a lot of people like him a lot of players like him yeah um, I mean, I'm giving his due. I mean, Graham Roberts, he comes to the Bobby Moore. Gailey plays in their one. You know, yeah. it's all you know, it's all done as favours for each other. They don't get paid for it. They just play a game of golf, and it's to help raise money for, for a good charity. Yeah. He does loads of does loads of these charity golf days, and he travels yeah. some distance up north for them. And I don't think you get modern players do that. No, no, you don't. I think, I think, again, I think it's a, it's it's more of a privilege thing. You know, it's like. You know, the, the guys of, of that sort of the yesteryear, so to speak, they knew the the privileged position they were in. And and it's almost like they're trying to repay the fan, yeah. you know, by, by doing yeah. these things. It's no yeah. it's no harm and it means they get you know, so it means they get a game of golf as well, you know. So it's like it's not That's a bad right. thing, you know. It's like I'd love to be in that position. You go, oh, yeah, I'd play golf I'm shit as it, but I'll have a go, you know, every yeah. week, you know. Yeah. Absolutely well, brilliant. It's the nineteenth hole's the best bit, isn't it? Oh, yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> another thing. He ends up normally hosting the evening as well, whenever he does one. But yeah, TC. But yeah, he's a lovely fella, lovely fella. Yeah, no, I like. Yeah, he's a great, great guy. Okay, we'll put Gailey in. Um, who's next? Who's next then, Len? It's got to be Dev. Yeah, I think I've got Adam. Adam Dev. He's a, again, he's a very nice fellow. He's a good friend of mine now these days. But it might be, I don't know what I'm going to say now. I think he. To me, he's one. He's the best player um, in his time to put on the parent blue. I think he's yeah. such a. He was such a. I mean, anybody that saw him play, like, oh, what a what a master he was. I mean, you had Trevor Brook in. You know, he yeah. played well. And he still, you know, he was he was wonderful. But there was something about Dev, you know, from a forklift driver to to being what he was. I mean, crazy. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was just a pleasure to watch him, and. Um, yeah. In later life, he's a good friend of mine. I mean, I spoke to him yesterday, and of course, he's just had a couple of results. He had some bad ones to start with, and made stone and made Ned. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's had a couple of results, and yeah, he's uh, he's another nice fella, and he's Brilliant. got time for the fans. He loves. He West does. Fans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I put uh, that's why I put him at number six. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And of all those players, they they have just because they they give. I've obviously very, been very lucky to interview a lot of them, and and they and everyone makes you feel like, you know, you, you're you're their mate. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like you know, it, it, do you know what I mean. It's it's really yeah. it sounds really it sounds yeah. really really cheesy, but they do. You know, you feel such at ease talking to these guys, yeah. um, and you know they don't know you from adam really um but they've got they just again yeah. they, they are used to doing it but it makes you feel so relaxed talking to them yeah. um because you know it can be quite daunting i think that but i think they realize that it can be quite daunting because you know that's what they do and they're professional football players and you're just a little bloke in a in a, in a garage in all church yeah. um <laughs> yeah, yeah. very nice classic. garage but yeah still a garage yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah um, exactly he's yeah no he, he, he's he's when I first got to know him, you know, through yeah. doing the boys of '86 stuff and that, he was always genuine. He was always, he always asked, he phoned me up, say, "Lenny, is that okay, blah blah? Are you happy about yeah. doing this?" And, you know, he was just such a nice, or he still is, such a nice fellow. And um, anytime I can get him along to any of my dues, I do. Because yeah. I know, I know that the fans like him, and Gailey always yeah. says, "This is his dad." He said, "Remember Alan <laughs> Devin Shears played West Ham, long flying backwards." This is his dad. Because yeah, fair play, you know, fair bless, uh, you know. If you were lining them all up, Dev's the one which always people go, "Who's he?" Because yeah, he just uh, looks yeah. very different. But everyone else still looks a little bit like themselves. But yeah, not Dev bless him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's God why bless. I have to have Dev in there. Well, yeah, well, lovely. Yeah, who's going to be next for you, Lenny? You're eleven. Sir Trevor. Oh, of course, Sir Trevor. Sir Trevor. I mean, he was just magic the way he played and things like that. I didn't sort of decry him when I said Deb was, a, to me, one of the finest ones to be on no, there. Yeah. But Trevor was wonderful as well. And when you saw those two play together, it was just, well, it was. As, as the elf and the fans say, it was like watching Brazil. You know, yeah. they, they were so good. But Trevor's such a gentleman. I mean, the first time I met him, I felt really nervous and, you sure. know, what, what's he going to be like? And he said, oh, hello, Lenny, how are you? And shook hands. And I phoned him, you know, not often, but I phoned him and he'd just talk on the phone as though I'm talking to you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Trevor Brooking, you know. He's so yeah. I would have him in a purely own for his skills, not only just personality as well. You know, he's he's. he's I mean, Gailey again takes the Mickey out and say rotten. Because I think one of my dudes, uh, so Trevor said, "Oh bloody hell!" And Gailey said, uh, "Sorry, can I have your attention, please?" So Trevor's just sworn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was. He, he's, again, he gets on so well with Gailey. And when you think yeah. they're worlds apart when it comes to their lifestyles, as it were, you know, Sir Trevor's always been Sir Trevor sort of thing. He's always been yeah. that step above and Gail. He's always worked his way up to where he got to. Um, they got on so well, but everybody gets on well. So West Ham, ex West Ham, they're all, they're all good fellas. They do. And they're just, everyone's, as you said, I mean, you, you know, you, said you, you talk to them very often and they talk to each other all the time as well. And it's, yeah, it's lovely yeah. when you hear these things, you know, because you, yeah. you know, you assume there's togetherness and, you know, and, but it, it's, it's carried on throughout the years, you know, for, you yeah. know, yeah, I think, yeah, 98, it's 40 years ago, 1980 was, yeah. and, and still there's, they're still together. And it's, it's, it's lovely when you hear those stories. It's kind of um, back to what you said earlier on about the West Ham, the way we are. Yeah, the, even the players that come from outside, I know Trevor didn't, but other people that come from other clubs, they, yeah. they can't understand why they love it so much. And why? Nah. They love it. And this is very true because uh, one of those I want to come up in a couple of minutes. He he says this every time, but we'll get to him in a minute. But yeah, no, Trevor, cool. Trevor, we had to be in anybody's team, I think. Oh yeah, well I think yeah. Again, it's a generational thing. I think yeah. I mean, obviously, I wasn't privileged enough to see him. Obviously, I was privileged enough to see him 
on the touchline when he was yeah, when he was yeah. caretaker manager and when yeah Paolo he just didn't like, didn't like what he did yeah I know. yeah 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 but but trevor was trevor and i think you know you know when you when you're doing top trumps yeah sorry oh, paolo you know i love it we love you but but trevor's always going to be top trump in he basically oh, amongst yeah. the west ham fans but uh, yeah all right we'll put mr brooking in sir brooking in um who is next then len uh, gentleman I hadn't met until a couple of years ago, Pop Robson. Nice. I like Pop. Pop. He, when I first met him, he said, hello, Len, I've heard good things about you from you know, all different players. And we got <laughs> chatting about that. And uh, the first time I met him, he had his leg in plaster and his foot. I said, what's the matter? What have you done? Playing golf. <laughs> he was chatting the lawn and he cut the top of his toe off with a lawnmower. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was Pop. He was lovely. Nice. And we, from that day on, we'd be, we'd be good friends. And, I, I love the way he played. I mean, I remember being at Newport years ago when he scored from just inside inside their half. I was lying in shot. But yeah. he, again, he's another one that came from elsewhere but loved West Ham. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, poor poor fellow. He, he joined, I think, after he won the 75 Cup. Yeah, so on. He left yeah. before he won the 80 Cup. So twice <laughs> and each time, he, he never played. He never, we got him to help us with, you know, victories like Cups and things. And the poor side never got anything, uh, except the golden boot. But um, yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, no, I put him in because uh, I love, I love him. He's a lovely fella. Um, he's always got nice things to say. He doesn't run anybody down. And no. he again, he loves meeting the fans, and he treats West Ham as part of him. Yeah, definitely. And also the the influence that he had on on obviously Crossy. Crossy's yeah. a massive. You know, he was one of his idols, and Cotty as well. They both were very. Yeah. You know, TC. They both put pop as one of their major influences in their yeah, game. Yeah. And so, you know, I just think, and again, there's, there's players like this, and that's why I love doing this show, because there's players that come up which don't get the credit that they deserve. Maybe no. because, you know, people have, might might put in, I don't know, someone else instead of Pop, and it gives everyone like a, a time to shine again. So if, for someone yeah. like Pop, you know, the, his influence on on other people who have been picked in people's 11s like TC, like, like Crossy, um, it shouldn't be under, you know. It should should be declared. It shouldn't be undermined yeah. because he's he was, yeah. as you said, he 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 came in that period of he won bugger all. Which, to be honest, when you look at our Both. legends, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. When you look at our legends, particularly the modern day legends, yeah. they're legends, but they won bugger all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he right. was he was a such an influence on them, you know. It was you know, and that's that's why I think people miss out on that is that people like Pop as well and just what he brought to the the club. Um, Right, okay, so Pop's in. Uh, who is next, then, Lynn? <laughs> the Joker in the pack, David Cross. Ah, uh, the original psycho. The original psycho. He's, again, he's another one. He phones me, um, he phoned me the other week and he said, Len, you were first on my list today, so I thought I'd phone you. He said, how many's on the list? Two? Because he always phones <laughs> Stevie Bacon as well. You know, yeah. Yeah. We 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 I met his, obviously his son, his daughters. Yeah. And, uh, we, we chat about them and uh, yeah, we have a chat every couple of weeks and talk about old times. And he, he tells me how he much he loved West Ham because he said, I don't know why John signed me because I don't play the West Ham way. But yeah. John said to him, that's why we want you. Yeah. And, he, and he, the other thing he tells me, he said, well, drive down Green Street on a match day. And he absolutely loved it. He said, yeah. you see all the fans there, you know, you see them all, typical East Enders all over walking down with their claret and blue on. He said, and I used to, he used to give me such a thrill driving down there, he said, um, that... It was, it was sad when it finished, you know. Yeah. But he was a good player, good player. I mean, I was yeah, he was. That cold, misty crowd at Tottenham the night he uh, demolished them on his own. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
you know, it's there's so many great memories from so many great people, and he's, he always comes to mind. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And he's such a you're right. And he's, I remember we when we did our interview with him, he we then stopped the interview because it's like, uh, sorry, yeah, uh, good night. So thank you very much, everyone. Goodbye. And and he went, he went, oh, can I carry on chatting about the fans? And I went, <laughs> Of course. So literally, I had to tag on another like ten minutes at the end. You know, yeah. Crossy keeps talking because he was like talking about how much the fans made him the player he was, yeah. and he owed his career at West Ham to the fans. And it was just the way he just said, "Can I carry on talking?" You know, although we finished the episode, yeah. I want to talk about the West Ham fans more. And of course, yeah. you can because like everyone would love that. And uh, no, he's That's an absolute probably. gentleman, and such a gentleman. Stories. Not all true, oh, I <laughs> Well, when we were doing it, I remember we were doing it, my wife brought in like a, an ice cream for such. She forgot to realize I was on an interview. That's why I'm in the garage now. I, get, I don't yeah. get sort of uh, distracted. And she brought an ice cream and he was like, what's that? And I was like, it's an ice cream. And then uh, like quick as a flash, I went, oh, it's because you scored 99 goals. Yeah. You know, and that's why. And he's like, oh, very good. Very good. He's <laughs> Oh, he's lovely. Absolutely love the man. Um, and again, you know, you know, someone who's very, still very vocal on Twitter and gets involved in, in discussions and stuff like that. And it makes a huge oh, yeah. difference to people. And he says um, weird things as well. Yeah. He doesn't flower everything up. He says if somebody puts something on Twitter that is not right, he'll say so. Yeah. Which and I cool. like people like that. You know, I oh, like people who, right. you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's too many, we have too many wallflowers, you know, like people who are just like, you know, vanilla, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I don't like vanilla people. I like people who have got a bit of a, a you know, even like they said in the modern day, someone like Trevor Sinclair and, and Ian Bishop and people like that, they're very vocal on Twitter about, you know, football, about the club and stuff like that. And yeah, why not? They're, you know, that's, yeah. it's, you know, they're, they're not being employed. You know, right. they can talk what they want to do about things. That's and that, that's, right. and it's it's brilliant. Right. Okay. Crossy's in the original psycho. Right. Who the is next? Very hard to choose, but I chose Frank McAvenny. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I chose Frank because um, him and TC were the fir first ones I ever started with events. Sure. Um, at Dagnum Redbridge. Didn't have any yeah. mic or anything, and we used Dagnum Redbridge mic. Unfortunately, the mic had a slight delay on it, and there's one <laughs> mic between the two of them. Frank's accent, <laughs> a few vodkas and uh, Cokes. I, well, I don't know about you, I had no idea what Frank was on about. Yeah. I don't even think TC understood it. Everybody clapped in the right places. He loved it. And he said, I'll do it any time for you, Lynn. Yeah. I'm sorry, my phone rings. Don't be silly, um, man. And anyway, he was, he, was, he was so good. And he's been a friend since. He phoned me up as well when he heard I wasn't well. Yeah. And, um, but him and TC were a good double act. I, yes. had him in my, I had him in my list because at the end of the day, it was worth it what he, you know, that one night, the very first night started it all off. It was his first do. In fact, TC says in his book that that was the first night he ever started doing talking wow. dinners, and uh, that's what I put Frankie. Plus the fact he was he was diamond. He was a good striker. Oh, it's funny. Uh, I think of Chelsea, him and TC and oh, Dan. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just sticks in your mind, doesn't it? And and so, actually, you know, and for me, it's like going back and looking at these because when we interviewed Mackie, he was he went and go back and look at, at when we beat Chelsea. And so I did, and then. What I didn't didn't appreciate really until we started doing this channel and started watching a load of a load of older football, which I wasn't around to see, is just basically how they were absolutely mesmerically fantastic on these absolute sand sand and bog field pitches. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like, could you imagine them at the bowling green that is London Stadium? You know what Dev could do and what what, what you know Brooking could do and. Yeah. 
and and how much they'd be worth in today's modern day bloody hell you know they yeah. 5k you know 5000 um transfer hundreds of you know tens of millions of pounds at least now it's going back to that the 82 blackburn game boxing day yeah that was a thick mud pile <laughs> <laughs> you know, but people they still played it, nobody complained, didn't everything you're calling the game no. off. Uh, anyway, that's I defer from that. But yes, um, yeah. but Frank, yeah, yeah, he had to be in there. I'll teach you tell me off, but Frank should be in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh uh, he's interviewing someone, I think it was Sam Delaney or something like that. And I think Mac had his debut, I think it was a low I think it was a friendly against Orion. And he turned up to Orion and they no one really had heard of this. Frank Machiavelli, and he, he thought he was Italian, and he thought someone <laughs> pronounced it Frank Machiavellian, and so because he had like his bleach, he's like his blonde, uh, like blonde Adonis it. hair. <laughs> so I said, "There we go, Frank Macaroni," and he's like, "That's what I'm going to call myself now, Frank Macaroni." Yeah. But now, yeah, Frank, he's just a top, top bloke, and an amazing, amazing player. Um, and who's who's the last? There's one more, one more position. Yeah, there's one more, but um, for whatever reason, I've chosen Brian Deer. Nice. Reason I've chose Brian, he's an absolute gentleman. Yeah. He um, always got a smile on his face. He'll always attend anything we do for charity. But I'm so fed up of hearing about his five goals. <laughs> I've, I've, I've must have been out with Brian or been at events with Brian 20, 25 times. And yeah. he still, oh, did I tell you about my five goals? <laughs> but he's a lovely fellow. He's a real nice fellow, Stag. I think the world of him. and again he he he's, he comes along to anything to help yeah. out you know i mean he's always at the bob doesn't always play in it but he always comes to the bobby moore golf day sometimes yeah. he takes the buggy around with all the beers on it Brilliant. Uh, sometimes you just uh go around and annoy everybody have yeah. you heard about my five goals you know? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it a week or so later hearse when i scored one more scored six did six yeah 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 and he he, he, he doesn't forgive him for that he said, but mine was first. Mine was first. Mine was first. I was, I was the trailblazer. Yeah. But oh, no. but, he's a lovely fellow. And he's, yeah. yeah. But he's very, it's been very hard this 11 because I could have I could have done 40 people. Oh, what? easy. Easy. Yeah. And and particularly all the guys you get on the, on the, doing the events and stuff. It's not like you had a handful to pick loads of them to, you know, you do loads no, of them. So it's not, yeah. not surprising. It's not the ones like the players. I mean, Eddie Bobbington's a good friend now. I, mean, I love Eddie. Yeah. He's great. But, yeah, but no, it's been good. And uh, yeah. I must say one thing, Steve Bacon. He's a lovely fellow, Steve. He is. Steve and I were big friends even before he started photographing for West Ham. Yeah. We were both, in, I still am, we were both into Speedway. He was a Speedway photographer and I used to oh, do wow. mechanics and then one day I couldn't make it and he decided he took the bloke for me. And by doing it, he started getting talking to it and he ended up going to West Ham as a, the photographer. But he's a lovely oh, yeah. fellow, Steve. Yeah, he is. He is. We're getting him on eventually when he's when he's when he's well enough to to do yeah. it. Um, but yeah, no, he's and 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 that's what you've always had. I mean, people like Steve Bacon and and Eddie and you know it, it, that's that's you know people like to hear from them as well, isn't it? Because they have probably more stories because they know all the oh, you know. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I talked to Eddie and his wife about once a fortnight. Oh, brilliant! Uh, Eddie's been going through the same things I went through. Yeah. Uh, and I've been on, you know, I talked to him and chat to him and sort of reassure sure. him and all this. And yeah, he's a lovely fellow, Eddie. Yeah, we're very lucky. That's with West Ham. All yeah, nice yeah, people. yeah. You're right. It is. It is. There's, you know, we've there is still a lot, lot of people around and some stories. And that's why I like like your events and I like doing this channel because these stories are being sort of recorded for prosperity now, isn't it? So, uh, and, right. he, 
and even the fans you know every fan has a story when they've met paolo or they i don't know they met maca or they met tony or something there's always a story of a yeah. time and it's special to them and um yeah. it's lovely that that we get to do i feel very very privileged to be able to do that with so many people over 200 now which is crazy yeah, yeah. thanks for inviting me i mean um, Absolute I did, pleasure. you know i don't know if i'll be interested or really interested in what i had to say but no it's uh it's nice and you do a great job i appreciate what you do cheers it's been lovely chatting to you because it's nice to hear it's nice to hear from the more uh, more experienced fan as well yeah um, experienced <laughs> uh, you know you have experienced yeah. and inexperienced so experienced fans so i really appreciate your yeah. time then and obviously no, thank pleasure. you to everyone for watching as well um you know yeah. uh, on Our youtube events. or yeah and the events yeah. don't forget the events yeah we we're very lucky most of our events like dagenham ones sell out as soon as we announce them brilliant yeah. i've put i've even done we're doing one at frinton printed gold club which we're taking a chance on we thought with, yeah. with macker and gailey and we put it on our, our um ticket tailor, tailor account and yeah. we sold about 40 tickets in no time and that's not till next june it's amazing isn't it yeah but i think yeah. people now are craving to get like to do stuff like that and to yeah. have stuff to look forward to you know it's like my wife's talking about bloody holiday maybe 2022 you know it's like you know it's like i'm 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 a you know it's a big birthday next year for me and she's like where are we i don't know if we'll be able to go next year so 2020 you know she's planning already and it's like christ you know let's uh, breathe let's get christmas out of the way first you know what i mean but i think yeah. for your events and stuff people got something to need something to look forward to so yeah. it's it's great that that's 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 all uh, going we'll about see you, we'll see you at the next one definitely len definitely and i'll be around mate i'll always be around oh, for I'm you man and obviously so for me and len Thank you very much for your time, yeah. everyone. Stay safe. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very okay. soon. Come on, you irons. That's it. Take care, everyone. See you. Bye-bye. All the best. Take care. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.